Welcome to the Geek Show Podcast. This is a special edition. Uh, be sure to stay tuned at the end of the podcast for an interview with Guillermo del Toro pimping his new vampire book. Uh, hi, Zach. Hi. I think I will stay tuned. This, uh, <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> this, uh, this particular podcast was the radio special that we're throwing on for you. Uh, this was uh, recorded live, and uh, all the panelists are there. I think it's an eight-man geek show. So uh, enjoy it. Uh, of course, brought to us by our friends at PC Laptops, Dan the Laptop Man, making uh, a lot of this possible. And uh, so uh, go to PCLaptops.com. How is Dan? You, you, Dan? you are in constant communication. Absolutely. He's meeting with Microsoft right now. He has so many cool things going on. PCLaptops.com. Dan is a badass. Dan is the badass. And uh, go uh, if you've got bugs in your computer, he can take care of it. Uh, also, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection uh, up there. Uh, uh, we've got a link on the website right there, GeekShowPodcast.com. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, where you can get uh, not only comic books but uh, toys. They've got a huge uh, – Martin, they have a huge selection of DC figures right now. Uh, and just amazing. If you're a DC fan, you got to be loving it. I wish I were, because there's some yeah. good-looking figures uh, in there. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yes, Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Get a hold there. Dave will hook you up with a hold and give you 10% discounts on your purchases when you have a hold at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. And uh, don't forget, uh, uh, $7.9640, yeah. text us. Uh, movie Nights is uh, the last Sunday of every month, and uh, this time around at Broovies in Salt Lake. This time around, we are doing, uh, in honor of the dead David Carradine, Death Race 2000. Awesome. And Mad Max. So it's uh, it's an evening of driving fast and running over people. Uh, it'll be uh, the 28th, starting at 5 p.m., and it is free at Bruvies. So, uh, yes, uh, stay tuned for Guillermo del Toro after this, and uh, here's the live radio version of uh, The Geek Show. I'm quite keen on comic books. Especially the ones about superheroes. I find the whole mythology surrounding superheroes fascinating. Take my favorite superhero, Superman. Not a great comic book, not particularly well drawn. But the mythology, the mythology is not only great, it's unique. How long does it take to go into effect? About two minutes. Just long enough for me to finish my point. Now, a staple of the superhero mythology is there's the superhero and there's the alter ego. Batman is actually Bruce Wayne. Spider-Man is actually Peter Parker. When that character wakes up in the morning, he's Peter Parker. He has to put on a costume to become Spider-Man. And it is in that characteristic Superman stands alone. Superman didn't become Superman. Superman was born Superman. When Superman wakes up in the morning, he's Superman. His alter ego is Clark Kent. His outfit with the big red S. That's the blanket he was wrapped in as a baby when the Kents found him. Those are his clothes. What Kent wears, the glasses, the business suit, that's the costume. That's the costume Superman wears to blend in with us. Clark Kent is how Superman views us. And what are the characteristics of Clark Kent? He's weak. He's unsure of himself. He's a coward. Clark Kent is Superman's critique on the whole human race. Sort of like Beatrix Kiddo and Mrs. Tommy Plimpton. Ah, so the point emerges. You would have worn the costume of Arlene Plimpton, but you were born Beatrix Kiddo. And every morning when you woke up, you'd still be Beatrix Kiddo. Oh, you can take the needle out. KXRK, Provo, Ogden, Salt Lake City. Radio from Hell with Carrie, oh. Bill, and Gina on X96. Oh, David Carradine. Welcome to the Geek Show, everyone. Woo! It's, we're not in the basement. Welcome to the studio. Hey, everybody. Welcome, everyone. 
And yet it still smells like geek in here. It does, I know. Sorry. There's like 10 of that, us. That would be us, Jeff. I've been here all morning, so. Uh, yes, welcome to the special radio edition of the GeekShowPodcast.com. Back to our roots. Back Watch to, your mouth, ladies. Back to where it began. And uh, let's, uh, let's get underway, show David Carradine. Isn't that... Kind of, he oh, was our scheduled guest, wasn't he? he was. It's so unfortunate. And, uh, <laughs> well, I got an email that said he's been tied up, so oh, oh. I don't think he's going to make it. <laughs> too soon, too soon. <laughs> David Carradine was a friend of mine. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, David Carradine, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. Kung Fu, uh, of course, uh, Kill Bill, and... Death Race 2000. Nobody ever talks about Death Race 2000. And most recently, Crank High Voltage. Well, that's right. He was in that. Shut up. Was he really? He was on yes. Mental this week on, on Fox. Now, see, that's what someone in the chat room was telling me. Was yeah. it Mental? I, what is that show? It's bad. It's about a mental hospital. <laughs> And, and, and what was he? Did he play a coma victim? I or? didn't actually watch the episode. He, I was he played a morning. guy who was a big fan of autoerotic He did. He played a coma victim, and uh, they actually filmed it post-mortem. Oh. <laughs> it was oh. really good. Wow. It was really, really good. <laughs> method. Talk about, bam. You talk about your method acting. Holy cow. Here's the thing. <laughs> you, look, you look at uh, Carradine's acting. I don't think he was good in anything but Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah, anyone? He was good in Death Race 2000. Well, but he, well, he was a memorable. Tarantino have a great way though of, and that's of writing I'm, roles for people that he likes. That's, that's what I'm saying is that, and also, what what a hell of a director Tarantino must be to get a performance out of this guy because everything he does, I think, is so wooden. Well, it's amazing. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's no. he killing himself. He's pretty wooden. <laughs> well, it, well, and in Kill Bill, I should say this: the Bill role was originally written for Warren Beatty. Who said, go, why don't what? you go get, yeah, he yeah. said, go get Carradine, because really? that was Tarantino's notes to Warren Beatty was, I want you to be more like, uh, David, like Carradine. David Carradine. He said, well, screw you, why don't you just go get Carradine? Wow. What an idiot. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Turning I don't know. down a role in a movie? When's the last time you saw Warren Beatty in a movie? Bullworth. Dick Tracy? Bullworth. And that was, he was good in that. Eh. And Dick Tracy. <laughs> he wants to. He wants to. He wants to reboot Dick Tracy. He does. Oh, does he? He wants to start it again. Is he Dick hoping Tracy's Madonna will come back too? Yeah. He he owns he owns Dick Tracy. I guess. Really? Yeah. Everybody did it. Because we're all screaming for that sequel. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get underway with the latest news. Of course, uh, Derek reminds me that the Ghostbusters game is out on Tuesday. On. Uh, well, we've got a special guest here to kind of give us the rundown it's Bill on Murray. that. <laughs> it's uh, well, he's not quite Far as large as Bill Murray, but we've got the other half of Big Shiny Robot, mm -hmm. the other half that doesn't need constant praise and <laughs> public affection, <laughs> and, which is why we, he's not been on the show until recently. But he killed Tacularatron and Swankmotron started Big Shiny Robot, and we've got Lucas Ackley here. Lucas. Yeah, Kiltaculartron, who is a who is a Ghostbusters expert, fan. Yeah, I'm really a pretty big it. Ghostbusters nerd. I yeah. even made a a proton pack. Yes, you may you may remember him from that. Oh, see, I remember That's that right. from my drunken haze. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I should no longer introduce myself as Kiltaculartron. I, I, I made the proton. Pack. Lee, I had the proton pack. We're like, oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, so tell us about uh, the Ghostbusters goodness that is coming on Tuesday. It's the game and the, all. Yeah, the stuff. game comes out. There's also the Blu-ray release of the first movie the video game is going to be pretty awesome they got the cast back they helped write the script held ramus and dan Aykroyd. yeah dan Aykroyd sees this as ghostbusters 3 is what he's saying this is this is the third movie and then the reboot will be the fourth one <laughs> well they've been saying that the new one if it comes through will be ghostbusters 3 but it'll stay in canon with the video game mm -hmm. well I mean, that's what i'm saying is that he considers this ghostbusters yeah. 3 because he doesn't want to be filmed yeah. he doesn't want anyone to see his uh, I don't. I don't want to see those guys in the jumpsuits. Not now. I mean, Murray might be able to pull it off, but have you seen Harold Ramis lately? Well, and Aykroyd yeah. is and Aykroyd is gigantic, pushing maximum density. <laughs> I, I watched Coneheads yesterday, and his ass was starting to grow. Then he's gigantic now. He was also the body double for the Marshmallow Man. <laughs> so when does the game come out? The game comes out on the same day. It's it the, comes out on Tuesday. Is yeah. it, what, the 20th anniversary or something like that? It's the 25th anniversary, 25th actually. anniversary. And they're doing the game, a bunch yeah. of different action figures, mini-mates. Oh, yeah. A whole bunch of stuff. I think the only place you can get the action figures is uh, maddiecollector.com. Is yeah. that right? 
Yeah. And they look great, by the way. Yeah, they're the first uh, screen accurate action figures. They've always been the animated series thus far. Mm-hmm. They're making it for the Wii, right? That's all I have. They're doing it for just about everything. I think Every they have format. a phone release, too, for like Nokia Actually, phones. Really? And the DS version, I think, is one of the ones that looks the most promising. Out, like, if you're going to go for the Nintendo version, the mm-hmm. DS version looks like it has the most interesting gameplay. It's like very Gauntlet Legends. Over the top can team I, play. Can yeah. I get it? Can I get it on my GameCube? <laughs> no, I don't think so, Carrie. My GameCube. They're not making Native. those anymore. No, but you, I think the PlayStation Two. They're even putting it on that too. Oh yeah. Oh, Xbox. oh I have one of those. Yeah. yeah, I got a 360. I've already reserved my copy at Gray Whales. So are you taking time off next week? You know, I may have to. Okay. <laughs> I am such a Ghostbusters geek. I just, I just love it. I mean, that first movie is just perfect. Comes out on Blu-ray and on. It's Tuesday. Is, yep. it, is it just the first yeah. one or the second one? It's the first one for now. and there, there, is no the second second one. One. there is no second one. There is no second one. <laughs> there is no second one. There is a first half of a second one. That's yes, true. exactly. Yeah. I, you, you turn it off right before the Statue of Liberty comes alive. <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you shut it down. All right. Uh, you know, I realize we neglected to introduce the panel. Who? Who? The Geek We're Show panel. We're not important. Sure. We're with Carrie Jackson today. Hey, now. Hey now. <laughs> uh, Jeff Weiss, film critic, Deseret News. Hey, hey, Jeff at DesNews.com, www.DesretNews.com. He does answer his email. Uh, Derek Hunter, PirateClub.com. New comics twice a week? Twice a week, Monday and Thursday. <laughs> elementary school kids beating the crap out of other kids and killing adults who get in their way. You if had not, me at hello. If you're not reading it, go check it out, PirateClub.com. These are mean kids. Shannon Barnes and Wildcard. Hey, happy Friday, everybody out there in Radioland. Is that your radio that's your voice? Radio? That's yeah, radio let's voice. try that out. What you that's, think? That's his radio voice. It was voice. excellent. It was excellent. <laughs> Use Pepsidine toothpaste. <laughs> tooth powder. TGIF, right, guys? <laughs> Scott Pierce, Deseret News TV critic. Jeff answers my email at jeff at desnews.com. <laughs> Jeff also posts for you on the Geek Show forums. Yes. I, I need someone. He's sort of like my valet. <laughs> I'm worried, Scott. Have you converted your uh, TV over? Are you? He's the non-digital. Uh, yeah, I, was worried. I have, I have the satellite, so I'm okay. <laughs> okay. I was worried about you. Why, you can't, why, gotta write my why can't I see Murder, She Wrote? <laughs> Judge, Judge Judy just disappeared. <laughs> Get my son over here. He hey, knows these things. It's not an easy job. I no. had to watch uh, Jada Pinkett Smith last night. Ugh. Doing what? In her new anything, dr- unfortunately, <laughs> being alive. In her new drama on TNT, where they not only know drama, they know like, oh gosh, oh. oh. Anyway, Lee George Cade, hello, artist, crafter of fine action figures. Had a wish. No, you are. <laughs> I haven't had time. I want to so bad. No. Uh, let's see. It's a bfsminis.com. Yes, sir. Thank That's you. where you can see. What does the BFS stuff. stand for? Uh, Black Fez Studios. Oh, okay. That's my business. And I, I thought it was like I also, big effing something. I also answer most of my own email unless I'm pretending to be Scott Pierce. <laughs> right. Look who's bringing the dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Not me today. I, I don't know my limits. Marcus Comedy is uh, the MySpace page for yeah. Marcus, the vice principal of comedy. Hey! Vice hey. hey. principal. Right. I'm not quite in trouble. Uh, you know, I'm not tr- I can't get you in trouble, but I can yeah. still flirt with the girls exactly. in high school. Exactly. <laughs> they like that. <laughs> Dude, ladies are late for class. Want to be later? That's how I do it. <laughs> I thought Derek was calling him like the comedy enforcer. The comedy enforcer is I good. Don't, I don't mind that. There you go. He could. Zach Schutt, super producer and future super villain. Our. Uh, tech expert who is a producer of the show as well and always late we also figured out his superpower this morning what is it immaculate hair immaculate mm-hmm. hair it's, it's a mutant that's how he, he just wakes up and he looks like he's ready to for an ember comedy finch ad yep. <laughs> with, with amazing powers to match shorts and shoes <laughs> <laughs> that is nice I, and you are straight, right? Okay. Yeah, I am. I'm just just checking. Uh, anyway, we'll uh, continue. I'm, I'm Carrie. Uh, I, yeah. I do the radio. Yay, Carrie. Any hosts? Let's get to uh, Andy, who is calling from Austin, Texas. What? Andy. Andy. Hello. He's one of our OG listeners, That's dude. That's right. You Willis. Be Harry Knowles in disguise. And Andy, uh, what, do you, what do you got for us today? Hey, so I know that we've talked on the Geek Show podcast before about how Star Trek Voyager never happened 
because of the new J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yes, Star so, Trek Voyager didn't happen because of the reset. Are you sure? Exactly. Now, here's, here's how that happens. We remember in the original pilot of Voyager, they're going out into the Badlands to look for Tuvok, who is on uh, that Maquis ship of rogue Bajorans. I'm sure all the non-geeks now are just eyes rolling back in their heads. It's well, you know, they're tuning out. <laughs> exactly. Well, they tuned well, out when, when we started yeah, talking. Yeah, I started tuning out because you started talking about Voyager. I don't know. So. <laughs> so, but the whole point is, is that had they never gone out to go look for Tuvok with the Bajorans, they never would have been sent to the other ass end of the universe. Well, I would like to think so, that because Vulcan was destroyed that Tuvok is dead. Yeah, That's right. what exactly. I like to think. <laughs> Exactly. And, and Tuvok so will never go home. See, I have no problem with that, but I'm still clinging to, by the time 80 years pass, the timeline is going to correct, and I still got my people oh, you, on the you Enterprise D and the Enterprise E. Exactly. Who's to, who's, who's to say young, that young Spock or old Spock don't go kill Nero before this could ever happen? Yeah. Oh, no. no. Now you're really messing oh, with my wow. head. Hey, if... Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, or somebody, somebody. Although JJ uh, has said that, um, you know, this reset means that Kirk might be alive. Yep, old Kirk. Yep, Kirk, original Certainly. Shatner. He, he automatically poofed into existence. After yeah. The end well, this of is a different timeline. Do, do you know? It's, do you know? Like, it's like in Bill and Ted's when he goes, "We could have just hid some keys, and then they turn that there because you can just do that. Yep. So you say something." When you have there a time machine go. and it happens, we're oh. just hoping that old so Kirk. Time machine is you guys, time machine, uh, I, I hate to throw a cog in the works here, but if there's one thing we learned from the reboot movie is that there's a sense of inevitability to it. Yeah, which means Kirk's still going to die on a bridge. No, no. somewhere, a flimsy, a flimsy metal bridge somewhere. Still yeah, has but his maybe, name but on maybe it. he'll, he'll die on the just... bridge of a starship instead of like that stupid. Only thing. if it's a flimsy metal one. But there at this go. point, wouldn't he just bounce back onto his feet and be fine? I'm just I'm, hoping he has better dentures than old Spock. Yes. Oh. Shatner does still have his own teeth. Yeah, oh, well, here's that. my suggested scene for the next Trek movie. William Shatner, as Kirk, has gone into the future because old Spock has given him this knowledge, and he kills Malcolm McDowell before he can ever kill him. Yes. Just there you go. It's Kirk just lives tear down that bridge. That's right. Yeah. Bam, bam, there you go. Bam. Tear down the bridge. Bam. Done. Well, all I know is I've now seen it four times, and I paid for it three times, and I've probably paid for at least a dozen tickets because I've taken other people. So, uh, Andy, thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We were done. What you we talking about, done. Willis? We were done. Uh, listen, I do have uh, the look. Okay, this is a sort of a. Well, everyone who's listening to this has seen the movie Star Trek. Okay, they found the R two D two. Oh really? Oh, yeah. What yeah. was it? Now, uh, for those who uh, for those who don't know, there was uh, a hidden R two D two in the movie, and uh, the producers said, "If you find it, we'll give you a prize." And they had this uh, Facebook thing going. Uh, if you during the drill machine sequence, as the Enterprise comes out of its barrel roll mm -hmm. amidst the destruction of the other Federation ships above Vulcan, right? They cut to the interior of the Enterprise bridge over the shoulder of Kirk. That is looking out through the front view screen. <laughs> what? In space, R2-D2 is floating in the debris. Wow. From about the top middle of the screen to the bottom right. Right about there. Okay. So look for R2-D2. Uh-oh, Brian. They killed R2-D2 so the Star Wars Some, movies can never happen. What was the Somebody prize? found that, but <laughs> I bet true. that same dude who picked that out couldn't pick a boob out of a lineup. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> which one of these is an elbow and which is a breast? That's right. Well, I, I, it doesn't I, work on me. What's wrong with breasts? That green thing was a girl? <laughs> I meant cleat. All right, we'll, uh, we'll take your phone calls you if you have any questions. 801-359-9696 uh, in Salt Lake. If you're listening around the nation, like Andy in Austin, 1-877-602-9696. we got more news, and if you have questions coming up, uh, let's see. Um, uh, what is the best geek-themed alcoholic drink? Beer. I need to drink right now. Big Bruiser from the forum. He uh, needs to drink right. Well, he kind of does need to drink. Wouldn't right it now. be Romulan ale? I think you should get good old mead. Good old mead or PBR. Well, and, if, uh, and if you want to make Romulan ale, like we used to be able to get at the Star Trek joint, that is just PBR with blue crap in it. You just put blue crap yeah. in it. And mm -hmm. if you need to make, if yeah. you need to make mead, you need about and four gallons of honey and a couple of uh, years. <laughs> the thing I miss about drinking that Romulan ale uh, was waking up and not remembering that you drank the Romulan ale the night before. Uh -huh. Until and then, you, and then you take that. Crap and it's green. <laughs> and you're like, what? I'm making Play-Doh. What happened? 
Should I be concerned? Fuzzy Pumper Barbershop. I'll be answering all your drinking questions. That's right. We can do that. Also, you can text questions in to 79640. All right. We're going to take a break, and uh, we'll get to some uh, late-breaking news about uh, Transformers and... uh, G.I. Joe? John Carter of Mars. And John Carter of Mars. Uh, All that stuff. Uh, We got uh, heavy metal news, Spider-Man 4 news, all that stuff. I've got some exclusive uh, ghost uh, whisperer. Ghost whisperer news. (laughs) I'll also, I'll also be breaking some new moves on uh, Medium. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, right. I, I heard a few. I heard a few uh, spoilers about the proposal. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Jeff I saw liked it. the proposal. What? Jeff actually kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get to those uh, coming up. It's a uh, geekshowpodcast.com is the website, but you're listening to uh, Radio from Hell, Carrie. So, would you tell me again, please, why you're not inviting me to your agency party? Because there will be nobody there who knows anything about Star Trek. You're kidding me, right? I mean, easily one of the most well-rounded people that you know, Suzanne, okay? Okay, Mr. Culturally Literate. What's gerrymander mean? To change the boundaries of legislative districts to favor one political party over another. How about the Alvarez hypothesis? All right. That is the theory that states that the mass extinction of the dinosaurs was caused by the impact of a large asteroid on the Earth 65 million years ago. And the reason that I know that is because that is what almost happened in the Paradise Syndrome when Kirk lost his memory and became an Indian god. You're not going to the party. This is Radio from Hell on X96. <laughs> that is from the movie based on my life called Free Enterprise. <laughs> I have had all of those conversations with ex-girlfriends, trust me. All right. Uh, welcome back to The Geek Show. And uh, thanks for listening on the radio. Geekshowpodcast.com is where you get the unexpurgated version of this show. What is unexpurgated? Some, some, of, some of you were getting that on the webcam there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we mentioned it, so I think we snuck that one in. Snuck a bite? Yay! All right. Or not. Or well, at not. least you uh, reenacted sneaking it they've, in. They've, That's what I just... I got it. Oh, yeah. all right. DVD extra. Uh, let's see. We got Nick. Nick is on the line uh, from West Jordan. Go ahead, Nick. Hey, Tron. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, I was wondering, what direction are they going to take X Men in now? What direction will the X Men go? I believe straight down the toilet. Yeah, two two I... different places. Yeah. Uh, there's the spin-off movies with Wolverine, Deadpool, Magneto. And then there is probably the X-Men reboot, the young X-Men reboot. Oh, so they're going to reboot the whole X-Men series then? Sort of. Well, and Singer, Singer said he wants to come back. He, he, yeah. he said a quote that, that watching X-Men 3, he said even though he, he was friends with Ratner, he watched the entire thing and just went, I, oh, I should have done this. And, but he did say that he will not do the Magneto reboot. Oh, he won't. Because, he goes, if we do that, it's basically the Holocaust story, and I just did that. I've done that twice. Uh-huh. I did that with that pupil, and I did that with Valkyrie. I don't that's want to true. do another uh, Nazi movie. See, I misread that article. I thought he was saying that's why he would want to do it, because he's so familiar. So, that's not the case. He, he, that's, he said he was familiar with the material enough that he wanted to do it, but he didn't want to do concentration. Uh, he doesn't want to do another concentration. Which is what it would be. But, you know, that's easy for a guy to say after Superman returns. Yeah, I was going to say, I just don't want to do another Superman movie. I don't care. <laughs> So it's just like, oh, man, I could have screwed this movie up instead of Superman. Jeez. Okay, it's Shannon. okay, Shannon. Right, Remember, we got that good Hulk movie. That's right. <laughs> All right, Nick, thanks. Oh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Tomorrow. Oh, hey, Eric Tomorrow. Now, for those who uh, don't listen to the podcast, Eric Tomorrow is the host of a uh, his own podcast called uh, Mediocre Show. Which you should be listening to every listening week. To. And uh, he's uh, calling us from uh, from Philly. That is true. And uh, how you doing? Good. We just—I uh, don't know if you guys are up to date, but we just got a new uh, co-host on the Mediocre Show named Mike. Really? Oh, where'd you find him? Uh, we uh, we recruited him from uh, another show, and then uh, he's doing our show now instead. Ra- cool. Yes, the radio consultant selected him for Eric. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, go to it, it, give us your website and everything, and then we'll get to your question. It's uh, mediocreshow.com. And uh, you get a fresh show every what? Every uh, we do it live every Wednesday night. Uh, streaming, and then uh, Thursday morning, afternoon, whenever I get to it, it's up to the uh, feed. And it is scandalous. Scandalous show. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Uh, I, I, do that? I, I have actually two questions for you gentlemen today. Mm-hmm. First question is, uh, what would be your guys' favorite geek movie of all time? Do hmm. oh, you want to... Um, that's so hard to mm, narrow down. That is. Let me hear. Let me hear. Carrie, how about Carrie? What's yours? Uh, boy, that's a tough one. I can't. I can't pick just one. Um, Give me top top three. How about that? You have to do one. I have to. I do have to do one. Tell you what. That that free enterprise. 
All right. I think is a geek movie about geeks that is so accurate because the the opening scene is this kid wearing a gold Star Trek uniform and he's being beat up by these other kids right. because of his he's they made fun of me because I wore my Starfleet uniform. And that's got and, the rapping Shatner in it too. It's got the it? rapping Shatner. He's rapping oh Hamlet or something. Yeah. yeah. But but these guys it, it shows them both and then the other one is this this kid who can't get into uh, Star Trek the motion picture because he doesn't have his mother with him or something, you know, and that happened to me, you know, and, and all that stuff. So at the end of the movie, or they grow up and they, they get into the business. They get into filmmaking, and uh, the other guy starts a magazine about geeky stuff. And at the in the middle of the movie, they get to meet William Shatner and find out that, you know, Captain Kirk is not this cool guy that they think he is. You know, he's he's just a guy. He's kind of a drunk and and. Kind of an idiot, idiot, you know. Kind, uh, kind so, of a drunk. Kind of a drunk, yeah. So I would say Free Enterprise is my favorite geek movie. There All right, go. I'm going to write it down. Anyone else? I can rattle off three. Go ahead. Uh, Star Trek the most... Uh, no, no, no. Uh, oh, no, the first... Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, uh, Superman, the first Superman, yes. and half of Superman 2. I can, like... Half? Yeah. half? The, part that are, uh, the parts that are not in Niagara Falls. He also... He, <laughs> he, he turns it off when the cellophane comes uh, out. I love... The Empire Strikes Back, and I'm putting uh, the new Star Trek movie, number yes, three. Yes, yes. Anyone else? I'm so tempted to put the new Star Trek movie in there, but even though I, I you know, I really, it's so new, but... But it's so good. I, yes. Marcus. I don't often pay for that many tickets to go see and yeah. take other people to see the um, same movie. I think, I think all the, I mean, I think there's a lot of movies that go without saying you know the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark or Empire Strikes Back or all oh. these films but I think that that the the film for me that really showed me that there were other people that, that felt like this was Clerks oh. because they oh, sat sure, yeah. and they talked and they they talked like me and they they cared about the minutia of this fiction that I cared about and I I, I don't know Clerks really kind of changed the lexicon of the way I think uh, a good choice. nerds discuss things Last night when I got home from work, my kids were watching Batman Returns, and I forgot how much I love that movie. And and so many people oh. give me grief about it. I like but that one, too. I, I had so much movie. fun with that, and I just sat there and watched the rest of it with them, and, and uh, it, it brought back a lot of what I love about geek movies and being a geek. Uh, Zach is in the producer's booth voting for the new Star Trek movie. You, too? Ghostbusters 2. (laughs) (laughs) Well, along with that, sometimes movies can change your life in totally unexpected ways. You know, movies like, oh, Super Troopers. (laughs) (laughs) That is right. Really? (laughs) Gave you a whole new nickname that you cannot say on the radio. By the way, I'm cheating because I'm a film geek. And therefore, my favorite geek movie is my favorite movie, Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai. Yeah. What about you, Eric? What do you pick? Rides for Seven Samurai? Yes. What do, you, uh, what do you got, Eric? What's yours? I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I think uh, I think the Raiders of the Lost Ark was a good call by Marcus there. I think that's one of my favorite movies. Yep, that is good. All right, Eric. So I had I had one more question for uh, specifically Shannon, if I may. Yes. Oh dear. Now that you're not working uh, during the days anymore, I want to say on a on a normal weekday, five days. How often do you actually put on pants? <laughs> well, that is a funny story. Uh, <laughs> I put on pants every day, but I've noticed it's usually not until like right until my right right before my wife gets home, so she doesn't know I just been sitting in my underpants exactly, all day. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> why man. is it that Why is it that wives get upset if they come home and you're in your underwear? Why Je- is that? And Jealousy. Just, my just, wife prefers it. Just oh. on our Just on our forum, going. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, we love you. I, I love you, Eric. Uh, MediocreShow.com is, uh, is the show. All right. Uh, what do we got as far as news goes? You guys uh, did some stuff. Lee Judge Cade has something. Uh, John Carter of Mars is going to be filming largely here in Utah starting in November. Really? Yep. Yeah. They're going to be uh, Lake Powell and parts of central Utah for the Civil Pixar. War scenes. And this could be super cool. It's live action, but it's through Disney. So a pretty big budget. Good director. Who's and, playing uh, John Carter? Me. Weird. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. They haven't said yet. Andrew Stanton will be announcing shortly no. before. See, it. Jeff, this is where you're supposed to back off and let the rumor spread that I'm playing John Carter before you <laughs> squash it and kill my dreams. Actually, it will be Tom no. Selleck. May, no, may, wow, woo! No. And may his mustache. I, may I just say, Disney, you're producing John Carter of Mars, a true geek movie. 
I have worked on High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. I wow. deserve to work wow. on this. Please call <laughs> there me. There you go. And on my website, you can find my contact information. This, this, I, this is uh you know this this is this is the this is the franchise that people don't know Edgar Rice Burroughs for, you know. It's it's uh you've got Tarzan. Everybody knows Tarzan. This this mm-hmm. is the other series. This is good stuff. We should all be in it, frankly. If they're going to shoot a geek movie in in geek capital Utah, obviously, here, that's right. Um, Clearly, we should all be playing Martians in this movie. Absolutely. Uh, what what else we got? Uh, you guys can some I say something? Okay, something just made me went ah uh, Brazil nuts today. <laughs> sure. What you said? Yeah. Uh, is that your new? Yeah. Ah, Brazil I, nuts. I, I like that. It's my favorite we, nut. We need to copyright it. We need to get a, um, a line of T-shirts. So I love the Lone Ranger. Yeah. I don't know if you guys. I freaking love the Lone Ranger. And they've been talking about making this Lone Ranger movie forever. With Johnny Depp. With Johnny Depp as Tonto. Right. I'm like, oh my God. That would be but cool. guess what's getting postponed to make another crappy Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger. And can I just say I might be the only one in the world that hates the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? I hate them. All of them. I hate you can't hate one? the first one. No, no I can't, no. and I do. I'm doing it right now. I think you're doing it because of what, what's doing to your mood. No, you, I, can't, you can't I, deny that first that first I, movie. I, he he really has hated him. I, I watched that first one. I'm like, what does everybody am, like am, about this? Am I the only person in this room that kind of dug all three of them? I, yes. 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 <laughs> I, liked, I liked number two. I, I enjoyed the hell out of all three of them because it kind of reminded me of those old crappy monster movies we used to watch in the 70s, you know, with the, ah, Brazil nuts. the big coupon book. You go to the local theater and cash in your coupon for a small popcorn and a crappy old movie. You know, you know what it reminded me of? Coupon the movie. <laughs> There's your obligatory Mr. Show reference. Mr. Show, go, go look that I'm up. I'm waiting for Teacups the movie. Uh, anyone else? I, I got a stack of stuff. Marcus, did you have something? Well, um, you were going to bring up the stuff I was going to bring up. Oh. What are you going to talk about? Spider-Man 4. No, I was going to talk about T2 IMAX. Oh, yeah. Transformers. It, it, oh, Mark, Mark yeah. is, That's not the real T2, yeah. buddy. To me, it is. Yeah. I, I, just, I, spe- I sent in Cokes. If you were going to bring it up, I was going to let you do it. Nah. I've got some stuff. Go ahead. Uh, basically, Bay said on his, uh, on his website the other day, they just finished the final cut, 42 total robots in this movie. And he did say that they'd shot some. He said that the IMAX is actually going to be longer. It's a longer cut. They actually shot some scenes with the IMAX camera. And then they have fully rendered some of the characters in IMAX uh, com- complete. So there's actually going to be a couple shots where Optimus will be standing on the screen 50 feet tall to scale what he would be completely fully realized on IMAX. I want to go see this movie with you, Marcus. Yes. Yeah, I already bought my tickets. Yes. Oh, you already did? There's uh, certain movies you have to see with geeks. It, 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 I also it, understand it, Megan Fox's right butt cheeks can be 50 feet tall. And it turns out her right butt cheek is deformed as her right thumb. Um, the, the other news coming out of... I, this thing about her thumbs is killing me. I didn't even notice she had a head until like, <laughs> <laughs> like three weeks ago. <laughs> Um, the, the, the the other news about T2, Jeez, that's why he's our wild card. The, the other about T two IMAX is that because of it opening in IMAX and the one month window that they have to have to play it, Harry Potter IMAX will not be opening until two weeks later. Really? Yes. <sighs> they pushed it back. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm going to see this in IMAX. It's going to be 189 minutes long. Holy what? That's a long Oh, no, movie. that's Avatar. I'm sorry. I'm looking, oh at the wrong... <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong IMAX James thing. Cameron. It's four hours long. I don't long. think James Cameron can make a movie less than three hours anymore. Though. That's true. It, yes, it has present day and past wraparound sequences and a musical number. And... <laughs> oh, like Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What uh, What is happening with uh, the next Spider-Man movie? Do you have, I hear do you Kirsten have Dunst is signed She's aboard. back. Yeah. She's okay. back. Wow. And, and they're just waiting for the the... the First script for Raimi and the studio and to the, check off on. And the musical numbers to get all written. Yeah, because when I think of all the things that are important <laughs> about the Spider-Man movies, it's Kirsten Dunst. You know, yeah. she, she, she's what made it so well, good. Yes. And, 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 and they're snaggling her way through the... <laughs> with her little baby Draclia teeth. <laughs> Draclia. <laughs> Love it. Now, the uh, the villain... She feasts on the talent of the not the lizard? There's, no, there's, they're, 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 they're hinting. They're hinting, but they've made it clear that Morbius the vampire will it's not be. in it, yes. He will not be in it. That Jeez. would be so great. It would be cool. Because he just made a horror movie. He's can I, in can the I just, zone. again, throw this out there? Why don't, why don't they just bring in the Sinister Six? I was just going to say that. That would be such a kick-ass Spider-Man no, movie. Because no, Doc no, Ock's dead. Doesn't well, matter. And, or is he? The thing I hate about that idea is when superhero movies start to really suck is when they throw in 
more villains. Multiple villains. Yes. Wolverine. I agree. Yeah, Let's, just, just give us one good one. Yes, exactly. And and the hinting that the producers are doing is that the villain will have will represent the city in some way. Think Kingpin? Yeah. Well, yes, there are two schools of thought. Bloomberg. That that it's <laughs> well, of course. Uh that that it's gonna be the Kingpin and it's oh, gonna be a crime okay. story and which might be interesting, but sounds an awful lot like Dark Knight to me. Yeah. And and the other is that, what's the other great urban myth about New York? Uh, and its sewers, alligators, or, alligators uh, in the sewers. Oh, I'd alligators! Like, I'd like them to do Wait. vermin though. That yeah, would be vermin would be good. But um, well, who so, says so, they can't? Yeah. Just just because they say okay, when you bring in a whole bunch of villains, that means that that everything's gone crap. That doesn't mean Rami couldn't Rami couldn't pull it off with the right screenwriter. You know, okay. if you had a good central story and then the, the the Sinister Six weren't the impact of it, they were just what was causing the rest of the thing not yeah. to go together. It could uh, see, cool. And I would love to see the Sinister Six doing a kick line to a <laughs> jazzy little number. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I, Leave my, my Spider-Man 3 alone. After three movies of Goblins and such, I just wish them to move away from that. Yeah, and, just do and, something yeah. and, and right. they And they've been teasing the lizard pretty hard in... We were supposed to keep it clean on the radio. And that's our new, our new t-shirt. I do what I can. And on that nuts. note, <laughs> we got to take a break. Uh, we got some people on the phone, and we got a lot there's of text a, There's questions. even a girl. A girl. We will what? get to the girl what? first. Mr. Williams. I don't think she's going to be there after that lizard reference. After. <laughs> Somebody just posted in the forum, I'll tease Shannon's lizard. Oh, really? Who? Oh. All right, it's 943. Mr. Gecko. After, after these messages, we'll be right back. This is radio from hell. Oh my gosh, what was that? This is a little uh, mashup I found on the web. That was wow. beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I can die now. Someone plays just in my life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we gotta. Okay, we're gonna draw straws. Who gets the honor? Yes. Last segment. Um, it's not, always been you. Yes. We're not gonna be able to get to uh, all of the phone calls, but we will take Esther Sorry. because we we try to get girl geeks in whenever we can. Esther. Hello. 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 Go ahead. Um, my mother was going through her garage uh about a month ago, and she found five iron-on T-shirt transfers. <gasps> I want them. Of the original motion picture, Star Trek. Ah, uh, yes. I've got some of these. I've been wearing them. <laughs> Marcus's head just exploded. Are these, these are pictures of, like, premium Jammy Kirk, right? Where he had the pajamas, the white pajamas? There's actually four different ones. Oh. There's one of Spock. There's one of Kirk. There's one of the ship. There's one of both Spock and Kirk. And then there's the, the love scene. <laughs> I don't think I have that one. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, what are you yeah, asking for them? Yeah, I, I think the people in here want to buy them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, um, are you are you on the forum? No. Oh, okay. Well, Esther, hang on the line, and uh, Zach Shutt will run and get your info. And Don't get him a praise. Look, I got a Lincoln in my pocket right now that says they're all mine. All right? Just trust me, that's a good price. Nobody's going to beat me on that. Just take it. A Lincoln Esther. penny? Oh, no, wow. a real paper Lincoln. Ooh. <laughs> Esther, I think you have a buyer. There you go. Okay. Well, that was easy. On our forum, we have a uh, section about uh, geek exchange. Geek exchange. So uh, you can you can go on there. There's also the a chat room on there now. Did you know that? Uh, there is. Yes. Huh? Wow. We're Thank you, Zach Shut. Yeah. Zach Shutt. And, and, and I keep right. getting hassled by the man to get on the chat thing. Oh. Well, Not I'm, doing it. I need to. All right. Uh, let's see. Now, uh, we're going to wrap things up real quick here. I'm just going to run through this uh, uh, news real quick. Futurama is coming back. Yes. In, 26 uh, episodes. 26 episodes. I'm thrilled. On, uh, on uh, Comedy Central. They're going to produce new ones. All hail the Hypnotoad. Yay. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see. There's a, uh, a new heavy metal movie. Uh, 
<laughs> With good directors yeah. attached. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see, James Cameron, Zack Snyder, Gore Verbinski, and David Fincher. Wow. Have really? all signed yeah. on. And, uh, Let's go see that one together. And Julie like Strain's this. not going to be in it Boosh. anymore. Uh, yeah, Julie Strain won't be in it. Uh, so it's, it's going to be like uh, you kids at home. Uh, go to the YouTube. I'll bet it's on there. Animated uh, or real boobies. Yeah, and don't get the second one, the you heavy metal actually, tube. Uh, you, can actually, you can actually stream yeah, the original the... heavy metal on Netflix. Does it matter? A lot of the real <laughs> ones aren't. <laughs> not if you're a geek. <laughs> You know, um, if I remember correctly, part of what made heavy metal work was the soundtrack. So, yeah. what are they going to do with this uh, so-called third movie? Mastodon. <laughs> oh, that's Sean. Yeah, do, do some death Tenacious metal. D. You know, I think you're right. <laughs> you know, you're right because Jack Black is in it. Well, then that's what it is. Tenacious D does the soundtrack for heavy metal. They do Tenacious D style covers of. Uh, Eagle songs of, of, the, of the original yeah. soundtrack. Yes. But you know who Eddie's Canary and a coal mine. Oh, but you know who I really want to score the film? Who? Death Clock. Death Clock. Oh, yeah, oh my you gosh! Awesome. If those guys are are smart, that should be a segment. They should have Death Clock be a segment in the new Heavy Metal. Have you I seen agree. Death Clock live shows? They're amazing. It's the creator of the show. Actually singing and playing lead guitar. I yeah. didn't realize that. Well, he, he was, was, a, he was yeah. a music guy first. Yeah. So little little Brendan Small. Brendan Small. I, I would just like to see somebody do something with the gorillas in the new heavy metal. <laughs> As a gorillas fan, and I love the animation on it. It'd be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. It would fit. Uh, let's see. What, did you have um, uh, like Marvel movie news, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I, I've read some stuff. We'll have it on the on the next podcast. I but, hear the uh, next one's a talkie. <laughs> yes, they're they're all lined up. The, the casting's in place. They're supposedly going to announce who Captain America is at, at Comic-Con. At Comic-Con. Oh, and I'll be there to see that. Yes. <laughs> we're, all, we're all going. Um, Shut up. We are all going. You no. show no. at yes. the Comic-Con. <laughs> Come see us live. We're going to be hanging out. Hey, Scott. I think we just got fired. I think so, too. Um, <laughs> and, and, and by the way, I'll throw this rumor out because this person's supposed to be here or be there at San Diego. They really are leaning towards Brad Pitt. For, for, Cap? for Captain America, oh, that, would they be, are. that would be cool. Oh, come on, I, I don't know if he could actually e get buff game enough. Over. No, do you remember <laughs> yeah. Troy? Or did you see Troy, Fight Club? And he was ripped. And the thing about that is, when you look butt? at those dudes, like they look like Jackman. Okay, Jackman, not a big guy. He's he's a, he's tall, he's lanky, but he's slight. Yeah, he's just really cut. Like it's amazing what they can do. Mm -hmm. He's not big. No, but he looks big. Oh, there. Well, so, so how are? Uh, but wasn't Steve Rogers a young guy? Yes, but so but, but 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 apparently in Glorious Bastards, he so kicks it in the arse, hmm. and it's set in World War II, and yeah. so is the Captain America movie. Hmm. And that's not that's not bones I want to pick at his age. Just I mean, to, if just you're to give Brad Pitt, you, yeah. just to give you an idea of how like Hollywood does it, I remember listening to Christian Bell talking about like when he was doing Batman. He's like, yeah, you know, and I got I want to get bulked up, and I, I bulked myself all the way up to about two hundred pounds, and they said that was too much, and I'm like. I weigh 200 pounds. Like, I don't look like a huge... But that's in Hollywood. That's that's crazy. You know what I mean? So, like, Brad Pitt getting to, like, 180 at 6'1", or whatever he is, he'd look amazing. Right, yeah. yep. and I'd, Please I'd, do that. And I'd like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see him standing next to the Robert Downey Jr. Uh, in the Avengers movie. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Downey is older than Brad Pitt is. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. Please. Um, Please. <laughs> That's all. Just please. And well, if he's going to be at Comic-Con, I'd like to shake your hand. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> give me. Give me a bread. Give me a kiss. Give me a big old kiss. Yeah, I don't want to give you a kiss. I won't. <laughs> Why are you always asking me for a kiss? I don't want to do that. Come on. Just one? All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, uh, yes. True Blood starts on Sunday. Yes. It's It's bloodier. It's, it's and dirtier. And, yeah. And it's more dirtier. And I have to put like tons Shook of warnings out. in the paper. But Shook I've out. seen four episodes and I really like I don't quite understand what's going on. But that Michelle Forbes, there's something going on. There. My, Michelle <laughs> Forbes. I haven't seen anything Hands naughty out of her since uh, California. Out. Yeah. There you go. With Brad Pitt. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> folks, if you if you want to get your exclusive Nick Fury mail away action figure, we do have details on that too. And I have a recommendation Plants vs. Zombies. Oh yeah, pop popcap games. Popcap.com. You can pop get a, a free one hour trial, and then it's only twenty bucks after that. Very Thanks entertaining. Thanks for game. ruining my life, Lee. You're so welcome, Derek. <laughs> uh, any, anything else? I, I would actually. I don't uh, want to hit I, uh, it. before we go. I read that uh, Peter Jackson says he's only doing 3D movies from now on. Really? Yeah, I read that somewhere. <laughs> okay. Was it on your own blog? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, after you wrote it, um, you got something? Can I? Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Actually, the EB Games on 5500 South and Redwood is doing a big Ghostbusters release party. Oh. And they're giving out free shirts. It's going to be Monday night, I think, from 9 till midnight when the game comes out. And you'll be there in your full Ghostbusters get-up, right? I'll be decked out, and there might even be some other guys. They're paying him and uh, Dr. Pepper. I'll be there. i got wow. no job. All right. Uh, listen, Geek Show Movie Night is an event that uh, we all host, unless we're at Comic-Con. <laughs> Shut up. You guys can... Gotta hate you. Care of that for us if you want. Uh, <laughs> did we? Did we tell everybody who's? Uh, did I? I don't know if I if I told everybody here who's going to come, but uh, one of my friends, uh, you guys, uh, oh, is yeah. going you to be hanging me. out with us the entire time. Uh, <laughs> uh, is a gentleman named. Uh, well, you guys probably know him as Wolf from American Gladiators. He's <laughs> oh! going to be. My buddy Wolf. He's going to be in L.A. and he's driving down and he's going to be at Comic Con all five days. With Shannon. Us. Shannon. We're going to start a hanging out with Wolf drinking, drinking game. game. Yeah, he got yeah. so drunk. Yeah, you show. guys have fun with all your American gladiators and your drinking games. Pierce and I, we're, we're going to go bowling. <laughs> hey, now, can I Let's pimp one thing really quick that sure. me and Jeff are doing today? Yes. Uh, <laughs> are you going to see me at Wise Guys? Oh, yeah. We're oh. going to go see you at Wise Guys later tonight. Yes. Uh, is it Please the one enjoy. in Ogden, sir? Yeah. Okay. He's doing uh, two shows uh, tonight and two shows tomorrow, right? Eight and ten. Tickets on sale at Smith Ticks. Dot com or at all Smith's location. Bring your ass and be prepared to laugh it off. Yes. Um, uh, Jeff and I were asked to be uh, celebrity judges. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, right? At a car show. Yeah. Because when you're thinking, hey, I want somebody to judge some cars, you're going to call <laughs> Jeff Vice and Shannon Barton. Yeah. Yep. So um, this thing is actually a benefit for Stansbury Elementary to get a reading program going. Uh, it's free to the public to get in. If you you can still enter your car until like eleven o'clock today, uh, ten bucks to enter your car. Free to get in to walk around, look at the cars, Where? and it's at Kenworth Sales, which is on uh, twenty one twenty five South, uh, uh, like twenty seven hundred West. Look it up. Well, it's guys, on the internet. You guys be sure to pick the uh, pick the prettiest cars there. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to pick the shiniest one. The shiniest car. The big shiny car. Big shiny car. Dot com. (laughs) Oh, if there's one that transforms, that's a winner. We're we're going to steal it and take over the world. That's right. All right. If there's one that transforms, Shannon and Jeff are going to make out on the hood. (laughs) (laughs) You jest. Don't forget uh, bigshinyrobot.com. Our friends, uh, the Trons. Hey, Trons. And uh, don't forget to watch us on Comcast, Utah On Demand. It's uh, Channel 1, Utah On Demand. And uh, this one will be up probably in a week. And, uh, yeah. uh, Oh, if you're listening to this right now on the podcast, following this, an interview with Guillermo del Toro. Hey! That I I did. He was very cool. He's pimping his new book. We'll we'll tell you all about that. Uh, Geekshowpodcast.com. Text the word geek 79640 to join uh, join Zach Shutz. Zoin. 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 Zach Back to the Futurama. Text club. And uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, we love you. Oh, 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 each oh, and oh every wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, can I just I, say, uh, yeah. broadcast more ham. Broadcast more ham. Or a window blind cord in the closet. Construed a suicide or? Well, I, they haven't said yet. I mean, you can draw your own conclusions. It's kind of like the. The David uh, or uh, Michael Michael Hutchins, Michael Hutchins from Inexcess, you know yeah. that sort of that sort mm. of thing. If it, if it's so, it's, that was a, certainly a dangerous practice, I think. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, yeah, I'm much more of a meat and potatoes guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Guillermo del Toro. No, no pun intended. <laughs> None taken. Uh, filmmaker. I've I've been Oscar a fan winner. Of, Oscar winner. I've been a fan of your stuff for uh, forever. A Blade Two. It started there. The Hellboy stuff. <laughs> thank you. Uh, all of that. And, now, thank uh, you for thank you for uh, producing. I know you didn't yes. direct it, but the Orphanage. Yes. Uh, a movie we just kind of stumbled into and went. Oh my God! What a good movie! Good. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. A, it, I loved that movie, and and the, the the cause of championing it was really worth it. It was a first time director, and uh, he was going to do it with half the budget, half the time, not the actors he wanted. And and you know, he asked me if I would essentially bodyguard him and um, bully our way into a bigger budget, longer time, and the actors he needed. And we we did it. It's all his merit. But I am very happy to have been along for the ride. That actress, by the way, um, yes. she uh, I tried to find out a little bit about her after I saw the movie because mm-hmm. she was she was so terrific. Yes. And uh, 
she had kind of an she's had kind of an interesting past and yeah. uh, is she since that movie has she gone on to do some other things that we might see well you know she uh, as you know probably you know she was known as a comedy actress yeah. in, in Spain and and then uh, she had a little bit of a, a, a very strong part in the scene side but uh, uh, she had never starred in a drama on her own mm-hmm. and this was her first chance and um, I'm happy to report that we're making her next movie right now in Spain which cool. is called uh, uh, Eyes of Laura um, you know I mean so Eyes of Julia and, and it's really uh, quite compelling she's an amazing amazing actress what's her name again I'm sorry Belen Rueda yeah she's really beautiful good too. yeah beautiful now, and really we good. want to talk about your book just one more movie question because you work with Ron Perlman a lot how are yeah. you going to work him into The Hobbit <laughs> oh well you know that, that uh, you know we're still writing but uh, once the writing ends we'll start casting and if uh, you know if I can work with uh, 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 him and the part is perfect for him we'll get him in because yeah. I love him, but but it's not uh, it's not a case of um, prejudging that. You know, I, I have done movies with him and movies without him, and uh, God bless him, I adore that guy, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll find something. Let's to find do. a place for him in the yeah. Hobbit. Um, anyway, the strain. This is a, a book that uh, you and uh, let's see who's who's your co-author. Chuck Hogan. Chuck Hogan. Yeah. It's it, now was this originally a TV series pitched to Fox? Well, I, I wrote the, what they call in TV, I wrote the, the Bible for the series, mm-hmm. and I presented it back then. It was because I was fascinated by long arc uh, writing. You know, I was addicted at that time to The Wire, mm-hmm. which I think is some of the best writing in any uh, form, audiovisual form, in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, brilliant and, stuff. Uh, incredible. And, mm. and I thought, you know, I was very tempted. Uh, what would happen if you brought uh, sort of that um, procedural reality and bureaucratic opposition to a vampiric plague? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I went to Fox, showed them that um, pitch, that Bible, and uh, and they, the reaction was, uh, can you make a comedy out of it? <laughs> and uh, and my answer was to take the manuscript back. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I really wanted, I, I had written uh, for Spain and Mexico many years ago, I wrote... Uh, and Alfred Hitchcock book, I have published a, a couple of short stories, and I have obviously written or co-written 17, 16, 17 screenplays. And, and I, I decided, well, I'm going to tackle this as a, as a novel a series, three, three novels that tell the arc that I had presented. Mm-hmm. But I knew I needed a partner that was really good at, uh, at procedural stuff. Uh, I found much more, by the way, when I, when I partnered with Chuck, but that was my first instinct. And I loved his novels. I don't know if you read uh, Prince of Thieves. Oh. But it's absolutely a fantastic, a thrilling read. Mm. And, and uh, you know, we, we, we met. I sent him uh, what I had. He flipped. He met with me in New York. We had a, an incredible geeky session. <laughs> and we started writing chapters and sending them to each other on the email. Mm. Now, these vampires, uh, they're, they're the badass. They're not like this... Uh Twilight, Twilight, Twilight vampires, vampires that, that suck. These well, they, they, you know, the idea is um, I, I believe that the, the romantic vampire and the nasty, brutal creature vampire were born at the same time in Western literature in, uh, in around 1819 mm-hmm. when uh, John Polidori wrote uh, the short story, The Vampire, mm-hmm. in that stormy night when uh, Mary Shelley came up with Frankenstein. You know, uh, same session. Yep. That was a good, a good jam session, I would say. Yeah, pretty damn good. <laughs> pretty damn good. And 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 uh, and at that point, he was born like a dandy and a monster. Mm-hmm. And, and I really never quite connected with uh, what's what's erotic about having somebody clamped to your neck, fucking <laughs> well, yeah. you dry. You well, know? they're good looking. They're, well, no, uh, I mean, it, yeah, you, yeah. You, well, you, you know, I suppose so. But uh, you know, um, uh, as I said, perhaps I'm too meat and potatoes about my <laughs> about your vampire. My rocks off. I don't know. <laughs> but, but the fact is, the other part of the mythology, the oral folklore, the the traditional Eastern European um, uh, stories about vampires being undead corpses lusting for blood, yeah. that's the one that captured my the fevered child imagination. And, and uh, you know, I wanted to go back to 
uh, incredibly scary, uh, vermin-like uh, plague of uh, vampires that is almost like a pandemic. Now, like the, you mentioned the fairy tale and the folklore, because your book opens with that. Is the story you tell there a traditional folktale story, or is that one just totally? No, made? we ma- we made it up. But uh, you know, the, uh, when I, I have um, I have collected vampire fiction, and and you can call vampire fact for a long, long time. I have I have uh, anything ranging from paperbacks. Uh, to uh, original editions of pamphlets published in the 18th century. Hmm. And, uh, you know, out of that library, uh, I stopped I stopped reading uh, vampire fiction uh, for the last 10 years because it became overabundant for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but up until then, uh, I, I was trying to keep up to, to date. And, uh, and out of that, a lot of lore and ideas came to me. Some of them I was able to put on Blade 2, some of them in Kronos, my first movie. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them were brimming, over-brimming, and, and they all are going to find their way into the three novels, which are trying to reinvent vampire physiology, vampire mythology, and vampire spirituality. Now, is, is the whole series called... Uh, the Strain, or is, it, is that just the first book? The first book is The Strain, and that's the biological anatomical book. Okay. Where, where we answer, essentially, something that I posited on Blade 2, that is the idea that vampirism is um, a virally induced thinking cancer that essentially rewires the entire anatomy. Yeah, I, I've, got, I've got the destri- uh, description here. All the organs are mm-hmm. replaced with something else. Yes. When you become a vampire, it's it's kind of like a, a parasitic worm yes. that gets in you. Um, the genitalia wither. Oh yeah, I mean, well, I, so they're sure not that, romantic sure that, at that, all. <laughs> that part that part is going to shock any Twilight fan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, their hair. Falls I, I, I think, I think we described it as a dry fig. <laughs> a dried fig. Well, I guess because they're not exactly they, you know, appealing. Well, no. they don't need them to make more vampires, so obviously they'd go away. Well, right? that, that, that came because I'm fascinated with biology, and I'm fascinated by the idea, you know, in a hive mentality with insects. One of the things that I always found fascinating is the idea that some insects are born without a digestive system or a mouth and a reproductive system because they are born just to be soldiers that live for one day, working, 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 and then they die. So, you know, the vampires we are showing in the book is it's a hive. It's yeah. a hive with a single brain, with a, a hive, single, uh, yeah. consciousness. Yeah. Man, uh, you really got into this. <laughs> uh, now, now, Guillermo, uh, this is now somebody's going to want to make a movie of these books, aren't they? Well, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, since I control the rights for that, I, I I want to not make a movie out of them. Oh, ah. I, I think that if anything, if if anything, I would go back to the idea of doing a reinventing it again as a limited uh, cable series or something like that. Oh. But I like the idea of two things. A, that you can preserve the long arc of the story, and B, that it ends when it needs to end, not when the ratings get sucky. Ah, yeah. You know, I, I love the integrity and the, the literary integrity of things like Deadwood or The Sopranos or The Wire. Yeah which are not uh, shamelessly just keep the series going yep. until until the ratings die. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would love that, but mm-hmm. uh, but not not any other form. Yeah, we, I would include uh, the TV show According to Jim in that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that arc. This would also make a, a great series of graphic novels. You know, uh, there is a, there, my favorite uh, uh, comic book uh, artist ever is a guy that lives in, Scan- in Kansas City, a guy called Richard Corbin. Mm-hmm. And I always dreamt uh, of doing something with him, and perhaps this is this is quite a good idea. This would be perfect, I think. For it's his. perfect for him if you know his work. I do, yeah. yeah um, now, so so this is available now in in hardcover. Yes, and then it's, and it's mercifully for me is doing absolutely gangbusters. That's good. great. I just started it last night, and it was one of those nights I had a hard time putting it down to go to sleep. Well, it reads it reads like you, you see it as a movie mm-hmm. as, you, as you read it. You know, it, we try to we, the two things that we try to keep from uh, its cinematic, you would call it origins, is uh, we try to keep it incredibly fast paced, uh, and the other thing is we try to make it uh, both visual and uh, have the the heroes or the characters not be so much introspective as defined by action so mm-hmm. that so that it retains the rhythm of a thriller yeah uh it's called the strain uh, you can get it now 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro, along with Chuck Chuck Hogan, is that right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, thanks. And, and what's your is your next movie coming out? What is your next movie that's going to be coming out? It's going to be The Hobbit. It will be The Hobbit. But we, I'll start shooting in um, twenty ten. It'll come out twenty eleven, which uh, it sounds like a long time, but yeah. I actually I'm terrified that is I, right upon us. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was going to say this is quite an ominous project that you. I mean, this is a big deal you've got here. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's it's. Um, I feel like uh, you know, like a surfer facing the big one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, there is a, a mixture of incredible elation. Yeah, and uh, a huge respect for the wave. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're excited to see it. We're excited I, to see it. I know it the, the geek world was breathed a sigh of relief when you were named as the director. I'm very happy to hear that sigh of relief, and and I tell you this: we are creating some fantastic stuff. We've been at it for the last eight eight months or so, and working over there with Peter with the Weta in New Zealand, it's as close to to you know absolute childhood fantasy as I I could ever get. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Thanks so much for uh, taking some time with us. My pleasure. Thank you for reading the novel. All right. Thank you. See you later. Bye bye. Guillermo del Toro. Who's quite charming? What a nice.